One of the distinctive elements of each of the gospel accounts is that they end with a directive. At the close of the accounts, the readers are given a commission. So the gospels are not just narrative biographies of the life and ministry of Jesus, they are directives. They end with an injunction to the reader to do something based upon their acceptance or belief in the gospels and what they declare. In other words, the author of the Gospel of John says, I have written these accounts of the ministry and life of Jesus, his words and his works, so that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one of God, and that believing you would have life in his name. Now, if you trust in him, here is your directive. Here is your mission from Jesus himself. John 20, 21. So Jesus said to them again, peace to you as the father has sent me. So I send you. Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Mark 16, 15. He said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Luke 24, 47. Repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. This is the directive. This is the mission. These are the commissioning statements of Christ. The one in Matthew's gospel has typically been called the Great Commission. Now, what I find fascinating is that one of the things that some modern or maybe I could say postmodern Westerners take issue with Christians about is what secularly minded postmoderns see as proselytizing. In 21st century Western culture, proselytizing has a negative connotation. Christian missions and evangelism is seen by some within the humanities, anthropological circles especially, as being a predatory and imperialistic practice. One academic paper I read on the topic said that the attempt to convert another person is itself an act of violence. Sadly, this view is not entirely unjustified. There were times in Christian history that the church expanded by actual force. If we are honest about church history, then we will acknowledge that there were times in which the faith was spread by an actual sword and not merely a metaphorical sword of the word of God. So we have a very real tension here. We have been commissioned to go into all the world to preach the gospel to every creature and to make disciples, that is, faithful followers of Christ, initiating them into the body of the church by baptism. There are imperatives here from Christ. This is commanded by him. And yet we want to make sure that we fulfill this commission in the right way and with the right motivation. But we should expect that as we work to fulfill the commission of Christ, even in a way that is proper and right before God, we will, in an increasingly secular society, we will not be well received in doing so. We may be accused of being imperialistic and maybe even authoritarian, but we must obey God, which means we must preach the gospel to every creature and make disciples of all nations, being witnesses of him, to the end of the earth. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.